It is the brink coming to you from the greatest city in the world, New York City. I gave a warning that this would be happening, and we're here. And I am currently with, back in person, your 18th favourite brink guest, Casey Halfren. Hello, Casey. 18th? Yes. Who are the other 17? Prince Charles, Michael Schumacher. Um, hang on, I've got all these other 16. We're not going to, but I don't want to bore the listener. They're bored. <laughs> you can't even list? I can, but. And, I, and then I'm 18th. You're going to call me dickhead. All right, she's the favourite, whatever. Um, welcome back. Go. Welcome, Happy 2024. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Thank you. How does it feel to be in person back in this city, the greatest city in the world? I would say it feels amazing. What are you currently drinking right now? <laughs> <laughs> drinking a Juice Bomb Northeastern IPA from Sloop Brewing. Now, Not sponsored. <laughs> I've got it. Oh, it can be sponsored. We, we need sponsors in this show. I want to point out that, again, this country loves their IPAs and this whole, like, again, we just call it beer in Australia. Um, but where is this? New Hampshire? North East? Yeah. Hampton, I mean, New yeah, Hampshire. That makes sense. Have you been to New Hampshire? I've driven through New Hampshire, but I've, I mean, I say I've been there. I have. I drove there. I was like two hours there, but. Yeah. I've, I, you know, my family lived in Massachusetts for a little while, so. North Hampshire, like, was right there. You say North Hampshire? (laughs) (laughs) New Hampshire. New Hampshire. (laughs) She's a bit drunk, ladies and gentlemen. drunk for this. Edit that out. Never. New Hampshire. Edit it out. I would not. (laughs) You're taking me to a Taylor Swift thing tomorrow night. I'm not editing anything out. (laughs) Okay, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. New Hampshire was, like, right there. But I don't think I ever went... I, it, when I went from Boston to Montreal, we drove through New Hampshire, Vermont, not Vermont. Yeah, Vermont's up there, isn't it? Very green. Very, yeah. very, like, very green. Yes. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's pretty. The one I have not been to is Maine. That's the one very far east, is in a top right corner. Yeah, it's as far north as the United States goes. Well, well, Alaska. Alaska, but like <laughs> the continental United States goes. Well, technically. Oh, yeah, okay. We're not getting into this, but um, how have you found me being back here? Honestly. <laughs> the same as, as when you were here That before? annoying. I mean. <laughs> wow. I'm honoured. Yeah, I don't know what you're expecting from this answer. I don't it's fucking the know. Same. It's it's decent. Well, I've literally at the time of recording this, I've been here for literally probably 24 hours about this point. Oh, a bit longer, um, but it's been a bit of. I would say it's been a whirlwind already. When we, I mean, it's went been, shopping and no, it had been kind of a whirlwind already. Got up and immediately then went and like got food. Bagels. Walk through Central Park. Oh, it's snowing here. It's so good. Yeah, and then. Lots of shopping, came back, and then, like, only spent an hour and a half in the room today and then, like, went right back out. Which, can we, I want to tell a very New York story, is that we, we wanted to go to this fancy cocktail bar. And for those listening in the beautiful city of Hobart where a waiting list is not a thing, a lot of places in New York City you go to and it's, oh, there's an hour wait for a table, like, we'll, we'll text you or whatever. So this place was like, okay, it's about an hour and ten minute wait, but if you go to the bar next door... I'll come and get you. 
And we just, I don't know, why, why did we believe that? Like, at what point do we think in New York City a guy is going to come into a bar next door and grab us? Like, honestly, bullshit straight away. I mean, you're right. No, like, the fact that he was going to come get us probably should have been a red flag. Like, it's not, it should have been, like, I'll take your number and we'll text you when we're ready or give you, yeah, some sort of buzzer. I think in the next step we are the ones who kind of fucked up but basically we went into this bar next door and we were there for two hours and no one told us anything but then there were people near us who we overheard saying that they were also waiting and they had a fucking buzzer so we probably should have said something to the bar people in this bar and said like hey we're waiting to go into anyway it's what happened so we decided to go to a pharmacy because in this country you can go to pharmacies at 11 o'clock and buy alcohol and here we are right now. But um, no, it was, it was it was a good day. Snow, as I said, minus four degrees, filming the Brink Unleashed 12, which this person absolutely loves. No. We are going to get her on camera at one point to actually... You have, you have gotten me on camera. Not I, a proper introduction. I just don't want to be involved. But you have addressed questions towards me and I've answered. I was going to film something after this, but we can see. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to a Taylor Swift concert tomorrow night. So you are not going to a Taylor Swift concert. You're going to a Taylor Swift dance yeah, party, yeah, which means yeah. the DJ is playing Taylor Swift for most of the time, along with other pop. You know that like '70s song where it's like DJ play my favorite song. Not going to be my favorite song tomorrow night. Although again, Bad Blood, I like Bad Blood. Okay, but also this thing starts at 11, and we're I love seeing- goading her. She's so cute. <laughs> This thing starts at 11. Yes, she goes. We're seeing a Broadway show at 2. Yes, she goes. And then going to yes, goes. a basketball game at whatever, 7, 7.30. Both of those things are the things that you wanted to do. And by the time it comes to 11 o'clock, when we might go to this Taylor Swift DJ night, both of us might be tired as fuck and not want to go. The tickets were only like 17 bucks, so I don't care if we don't go. But like... We might not go to this thing, and you're acting as if I have dragged you along to the worst place on earth while I'm here following you along to all of the things that you wanted to do. I should have timed that rant. That was a decent one, actually. That was good length. So I respect her. She's passionate. So, you know, good for good for Casey. Good job. Just saying, you wanted to go down. She's still going. You wanted to go dancing at some point this weekend. I'm taking you dancing. You didn't specify what kind of dance party you wanted to go to. I'm taking you to a dance party. Happens to be Taylor Swift themed. Sorry, not sorry. So besides that last two minute rant, how else has your 2024 been? I mean, good. It's been two and a half weeks. Uh, It really has, hasn't it? Yeah. That's fuck. I can't complain because I haven't really done anything. (laughs) It, it like it does it not feel like it's like June or something? No, it does. I can't believe that we're Christmas only, was like three weeks ago. I can't believe that we're only like not even three weeks into twenty twenty four. How is that a thing with time? Right, like you get to like August, you're like, oh, how quickly has the year gone by? Before you know it, it will be Christmas, and yet here we are, like three weeks in January, and we're like, fuck, isn't it June? Yeah, isn't it? It's well, because here it's still the dead of winter and it's cold. It's starting to get lighter earlier, like in like late December, it was getting 
dark out at 4.30 in the afternoon. Now it's getting dark out closer to like 5.30. But that still is so early. And like it's still so cold and so bleak. And it's still going to stretch on for like two and a half more months. Which that's the thing that's kind of throwing me 24 hours here. But like even tonight, like it gets darker like 5. And so automatically I think it's like about 9, 10 o'clock. Because of course right in Australia right now it's getting darker. But actually one thing I noticed when I was back in Hobart is that sunset there is now at like 9.45 p.m. Like when I lived in Invercargill, like it wouldn't set to like 10, 10.30 because we were further south. But I swear the sun's setting later in Hobart now. But anyway, weird things happen. Um, obviously with all the things you just complained about that you're doing with me in the next few days, um, what are you most, and not allowed to include your Taylor Swift party, what are you most looking forward to out of the things that I'm dragging you along to in the next few days? Um, it's not any of the things you're dragging me along to. It's my own personal tattoo appointment. Oh, okay. True. Touche. But outside of that, of the things that I'm dragging you along to, what's the one thing of those that you're looking forward to the most? Madonna, basketball, Broadway, or hockey? Um, probably Broadway because I love Broadway more than all of those other things. I have a feeling you are going to see it and you're going to weirdly enjoy it. I mean, I think I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. I just don't really understand why Back to the Future needs to be a musical. Because we're going back in time, back in time, la, 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 back in time. <laughs> okay. I think I'm actually in the show. I think it's going to be very fun, very enjoyable. There's just this pattern now of turning classic movies or popular movies into musicals, like the Notebook, the musical is opening next year. Wasn't well, that already a thing? No, I mean, I mean, it's been in like production, but like it actually opens on Broadway in twenty later in twenty twenty four. Some personal that Ryan Gosling. You go, I'm actually a thumb. I look like a thumb. I have no personality. I'm Ryan Gosling. Sorry. No. Do you like Ryan Gosling? Yes. Like in that way? Yes. Really? Loved him in the Notebook. But that movie is so. Yeah. Oh. Don't get me started. That's a Taylor Swift of movies. <laughs> Actually, no, that's Dirty Dancing. <laughs> no I books love, overrated. I love both Dirty Dancing and The Notebook. Dirty Dancing's terrible. Rachel McAdams is hot, though. So you can fuck John Marsden is like the most fucked James, over guy. James, James Marsden. John Marsden was an author in Australia. James Marsden is the most fucked over guy in Hollywood. He is so nice and he's always the second fiddle. Even in Sonic, when he finally gets a starring movie, who does he get like lost out to? Sonic and fucking... Cheese hot dogs. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you for joining me. I'm sure we will do another one of these throughout our time together, but I appreciate it. Do you have anything to call me, like a dickhead or anything like that? Or, you know? Pretty sure I already called you a dickhead during this. Do it again. <laughs> okay, dickhead. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> On this beautiful journey through the beautiful part of the world that is New York and now New Jersey. It is a pleasure to be joined by former guests of this program and dinosaur shirt-wearing woman, Jen Sharkey. Hello, Jen. Welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. How are you and how are the dinosaurs? I love dinosaurs. Listen, you're trying to give me... I'm not giving you something. I'm asking. They look very nice. Thank you. I love this sweater. Um, It's a very cozy sweater. It's very nicely made. A little... uh, Oh, novelty. Never hurt someone. <laughs> where, where, where did you get it from? Did you get it from Jurassic Park? Did a brontosaurus 
directly send it to you via email? Um, no, I did get this at Jurassic Park right. in the store, the on-site store. Oh, you, you actually did? Yes. All right. Okay. Cool. I thought like you just went to Costa Rica because you were there recently. So and then you That's just where I, got. I went to Jurassic Park. I went yeah. to Isla Nublar. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Um, and they have a fabulous clothing selection. I don't know if you knew about that. I, look, I haven't been recently to Isla Nublar. There was an incident there that happened, and some people died. So it's been a while. I like to. I don't let things scare me like that. I got to go see it and check it out. In all seriousness, so you did go to Costa Rica. Was what was what was that like? That was amazing. Gorgeous. Um, well, healthy. Everyone eats so nice and care about the earth, which is really cool. Um, very sustainable. We weren't allowed to... No plastic, nothing. Like, um, better. Really separated, compost. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't flush toilet paper. You can't flush toilet paper? No. So, so what happens to the toilet paper? It goes in the garbage. So you poop and then you pick it up and then you put it in the bin. Yep, and that's how me and Amanda learned we are even closer friends than we thought. <laughs> well, Mexico's like, Mexico's like that too. I didn't do that in Mexico. The plumbing, Not the parts I went to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, Tulum. Because the plumbing, well, you probably went to like a resort. Like, oh, so I was in Mexico newer. City. Yes, yeah, so it was like newer, it was a newer building, like, but the older stuff, they can't handle it. So Mexico, I had to do it. And Costa Rica, they're just like, they don't like to waste anything, at least where I was. Um, I'm sure there's parts of Costa Rica where you don't. You can so, 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 to, so to actually confirm, so like not just pooping, because obviously I realize that at females use toilet paper more than men when it comes to number ones. So you legitimately go and then you actually do have to physically pick it out of the toilet to put no, it you, in. You no, you don't put it in the toilet at all. You just wipe and throw it. And there's like a bag there ready to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a garbage. Right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I'm just envisioning it in a bowl and then picking it. No, no, no. Ew, no. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, cool. Um, I'm, lots of places do it. It's not just. I, I, I've not experienced that. So they might just have the pit toilets, you know, like the. They, oh, they had those too, which is literally like, so the compost toilets mm. around the little village we were in. So it's anywhere. Um, it lit, and like, <laughs> like you pee and then there's like a bucket of sawdust and you dump the sawdust on it. So it literally felt like you're in a litter box. Which we've always dreamed about doing at once or twice in our life. It was cute. I mean, it was like a cute little hut, I guess, for lack of a better word. But it was like a, it was like a nice setup. It wasn't like we're like in the woods, whatever. It was like a nice a sink with like had a sink. Yeah, to wash your hands. As that's, you do. that's convenient. So yeah, right there. Um, oh, it was very cool. I, I there was a, and I won't name names. Uh, there was a co-host of ours on this very program whose brother apparently pooed in the cat litter box at their house. Well, that's different. I've never pooped in a litter box. This is a, a bathroom setup that helps the earth. I, 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 I want to know at what point did his brother just go, look, I just can't make it to the toilet. I mean, there's a litter box right there. How old was he? <laughs> look, I don't know. I don't even know if the story is true. Six, it's okay. If you're 30, that's an issue. I never forget. We're, we're on the topic of poop, so I may as well tell the story. But, like, um, I remember my mum always telling me the story about when I was a baby that she was giving me a bath and obviously, like, I just dropped nugget. And apparently she said she was baffled how a baby my size could do a nugget that big. So you just put that out to the world. <laughs> I, I really don't care because that's a funny story. So, uh, But Costa Rica was nice. That's good. What, what, uh, what brought the urge to go to Costa Rica? I mean, this part of the world, obviously, it's a little bit easier to get to than, say, in Australia. But uh, was it just a bucket list? It was, uh, like, w- what brought about that idea? Well, I've always wanted to go, like, a, well, my biggest thing for Costa Rica is I want to hug a sloth. I yeah, hug a sloth, okay. Yes, that was my drive. 
where we went though, they don't live. <laughs> like they don't really live. Did you research well then? Well, no. So, so, so I didn't know that. I just assumed they were everywhere. Apparently they don't. Like, we found that out when we got there that they don't live on the West Coast. There's like a small pocket on like the Northwest, but where we were, they, they don't live and they, like, they're not even in the sanctuary. So I was like, eh, damn it, I have to go back. Um, but no, so this is, so I always, always wanted to go. My friend came to me and was like, hey, like there's this like village where you can work for like two to six months and in exchange you get like cheaper it's like a work exchange program where you can like work there in like their little cafe or do something around the village and um, you get cheaper rent and it's kind of an excuse to live somewhere else for a few months and do something different. But she's like, I don't want to commit before going. Like, would you come with me just to check it out? And I'm like, yeah. And it's, um, it was like a yoga retreat almost. We did yoga every day. Um, there was, um, like a beach, we a little shuttle to the beach every day. It was, it was kind of private, little cove and it was gorgeous. Um, and we got to go like. We had our own little tidal pool and go snorkeling. And, um, is it how hot? Is it balls is, hot? It is balls hot. You can literally see it in the air because we're, we're right by the equator. Mm-hmm. So the first time we went to the beach, it was like, we didn't realize, just whatever, didn't realize it. Um, and we were there for like nine. I think the, like the bus left at nine and picked us back up at like 1230. But by like 11, I was like, oh my God, we drank all our water. I was like mm. dying on the beach. I'm like, this is, we spent the last hour like in the shade. I'm like, okay, we'll figure it out. And then you could see, literally see the heat in the air. Um, so we learned our lesson and we're better, but it was amazing. I loved it. And the, the howler monkeys were cool. In case you are wondering, I thought they were cute little screechy guys. They are horrifying. Did I say, did I? You did. You did. Yeah. I think oh, you okay. sent me the, yeah. you sent me the video. Yeah. They're horrifying. The sound, I mean, they're great. They're adorable, friendly. They don't touch you, but like the sound they make is literally like, I just wasn't prepared. I didn't know. Then we got woken up at four 30, the pitch black to all these monkeys around us. Uh, that was quite an experience, but it was very cool. That, that's you know what? That's why they call them Tassie Devils because they used to scream in the middle of the night, and the um, first settlers thought they were devils. They didn't realize they were animals. Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, they they're monkeys and they howl, so that's clever, right? Yeah, but I thought they were like cute, like I don't know. This is like a guttural, like I don't know. I'm not going to do it because I'm not. You gonna, can if you want to. I'm not going to match the scariness <laughs> of it. It was like it was just terrifying. <laughs> like, I mean, our listener doesn't know what they sound like, so for all they know, it is scary. I could play it. You want to play it? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's you're probably not, but um, but would so you would recommend Costa Rica as a destination for people because it's not one of these ones that I feel I hear many people in this part of the world when they go into the Caribbean or Central America. I don't often hear Costa Rica as one of the ones that many people go no, to. It's huge now. Now it's like blown up. It's a big. It's actually I think one of the number one uh, for least Americans. It's the number one like expat destinations. Mm. Everyone's moving there because it's like obviously cheaper, cost of living is much less. It, the weather's beautiful, except the rainy the, the rainy season's like over the summer. I guess I think it's like three or four months, um, and that apparently sucks. Like it's just miserable, but like the rest of the time is great. Um, and yeah, there's like a huge, huge amount of American ex- expats going to to live there, and also like going. I know tons of people that go have gone to Costa Rica. I, I believe since the last time we would have had you on the show, you, you've been to some other place. You went to Iceland as well, so the complete opposite end of the spectrum from yeah. balls hot to balls cold. Um, tell us about Iceland. How is that? You've got a, you, you're drinking right now out of a penis mug. Like behind us, you've got a penis mug oh, that you got coffee. from Iceland. Yeah, mug. Well, yeah. So funny, actually, little thing. I didn't realize so I went to Costa Rica, um, and we got off the plane and went through customs, whatever. And all of a sudden, you get to the main thing. It's all these ads for whatever tourist stuff to do, like go to this place, whatever. I didn't realize. I totally forgot. It's like very volcanic. Like so, so you can go like to lava tours and mm-hmm. all these things. And also, it's Iceland. So I realized I was in Iceland for New Year's, which was the coolest. Honestly, the coolest thing. It was. 
<laughs> cool Gaddix, it's AC. I get it. It's, it's like it. Iceland. It took, sec- it took me a second, but You're I, funny. I got it. I picked it up. Yeah. Um, I don't have the soundboard to do the doodum, but I, yeah, we get it. We'll yeah. do it later. Yeah. Uh, do it in post. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I realized I started the year on New Year's Day in a very volcanic thing, and then I went like the beginning of December, so almost end of this year, and another volcanic thing. So I kind of bookended my year with volcanoes. Um, Iceland. in New Zealand like, now, so. I have to. I know. I got New Zealand. I'm dying to go. Mm. Um Iceland was amazing. It was literally felt like another planet. It, I mean, the landscape, I'm sure, like you see pictures, it's gorgeous. I saw the Northern Lights from the plane. That was a bucket list, huge bucket list check that I got. And we like literally saw it on the way in. Um, Reykjavik is just the coolest little city. It's so easy to walk around. Like the, the food, I was shocked by how great the food was. Like I just didn't think of it. I don't know what their natural culture cuisine was. Um, very fish heavy, but delicious. And they're oh, the, like, I'm a, I'm a pastry chef part-time, sometime on and off. Um, the pastry culture was amazing. Like breads and all the things were it was so cool. Like I really can't say enough. Um, I actually had the best, we did a tour of their like national park, one of the national parks that's like in between tectonic plates. Mm-hmm. So like we were in North America one minute and then the next minute you're in Europe because oh. it's just they're literally on the divide. Um, but on that tour, we stopped at like this gas station for like food and I, it's like the best mushroom soup I've ever had huh. at a gas station in Iceland. And I've been trying to recreate it and I haven't nailed it. I don't know why. I just the most obsessed with the soup. <laughs> that, 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 that's something that I think like should be a trivia question on like a, a hinge bio or something. It should be like, like guess where I had the best ever mushroom soup. Oh, maybe. And if somebody guessed it, like they're listening to the show clearly and also they really know you because it's like I had it at a gas station, gas station in Iceland. I know. You did say my thing was too wordy so maybe I will... It's to the point. My, 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 my it's straight to the point. Because like if I saw that, if I'm looking at well, oh, she's pretty hot. I'm like, oh, where did – I don't know. Where did she have the best ever mushroom soup? I, I want to know. It's weird. I can't, like, get past it. I loved that soup. I don't know what – it was literally, like, the easiest. It was just – I still think about it sometimes. I know, but like, it was just <laughs> – Sitting amazing. around. I'm like, a mushroom soup, a damn mushroom soup. At Three o'clock at work today. Fuck, mushroom soup. That mushroom soup, but it's not mushroom soup in general. I don't know what it was. I just it was so good. Do, do you go into supermarkets here and just see mushroom soup in the aisle? Like you yeah, can't compete. You just you wish you were as good as that mushroom soup in Iceland. You 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 don't deserve to exist. In yes. like your your older younger brother cousin sister in Iceland. Um, what was better, Iceland or Costa Rica? Oh, that's tough. They were amazing in different ways. They were very different trips. Like I went. Um, well, again, Iceland, we were there for New Year's, but that was the coolest part because apparently fireworks are very illegal in the country all the time, except for that week in between Christmas and New Year's. And the government like allows it. And also I think they sell them and some or all of the profits. I'm not sure how it works, whatever. They give money to like programs. It funds things through mm-hmm. the country. So you're walking around and also it's dark. So like it, the sun doesn't come up to like 10.30 and then it starts setting at like one o'clock. So it's dark for the most part, but you're walking around and it's just like all these fireworks everywhere. So it's like shiny and pretty and party feeling. Um, and then the main thing, which is, is the touristy thing to do, but we had to do it. So there's a big, we get calling it the big scary church. I don't remember what it's actually called and I'm probably not going to pronounce it right anyway because it's Iceland's a very interesting. Give language. it a crack, go on. I don't even remember. Like it's, we just kept calling it the big the scary mushroom church. mushroom soup church. No, it wasn't. It was the big scary church. Um, but everyone kind of, it's almost like Times Square, like everyone kind of gathers and they do the countdown for midnight and then just fireworks go crazy and everyone's yelling and screaming and, um, it was just so cool. And then we, oh, then we went to a bar afterwards called, it was 
that was modeled after the Big Lebowski. So we went to the Big Lebowski themed bar, which is very cool and interesting. So if you're in Reykjavik, I highly recommend Lebowski Bar. It was and the Penis Museum. Oh, the Penis Museum was our first stop. <laughs> we're in Reykjavik. We're going to the Dick Museum. No, no. We told the cab driver from the airport, like, drop us off at the Dick Museum. Um, no. It has a language barrier then when you say, like, no. Dick Museum. Oh, yeah. No, they speak English. Like, everyone speaks English because, like, there's apparently UK tourists go a lot, like, for skiing. And because it's, like, right. It's probably, I don't know how long the flight is. It's probably, like, an hour. It's, like, right there. Um No, everyone speaks English. It's also very easy to get around, like, um, everywhere. And they drive, like, for Americans, they drive on our side of the road. So, like, you can get a car and it's, like, not an issue. Um, No, so the the phallological museum is the proper term. Um, It's just all, it's weird. It's, like, all, like, penis-themed art and, like, animal. Like, they show, like, animal things. Penises. Penises. Um, Yeah, it was an experience. Like, like, like. I don't even remember. Oh, there was a, a plaster cast of Jimi Hendrix's penis, so I know what that looks like. I, I can imagine it was of size. It was it was something. It was impressive. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. Good for him. Um, you were the person that told me, I'm pretty sure it was you who told me, that the reason why a penis is called a Johnson is because Lyndon B. Johnson had a large penis. And he was known for, like, showing people or telling, talking about it all the time. Wouldn't, wouldn't you? I don't have a penis complex. I don't know. That's why I don't talk about why much. So, yeah, just just for those at home wondering. Um, okay, so Costa Rica, Iceland. So of all in the countries and places in the world you've been to, can you name a favourite and why is it Australia? <laughs> I'm sure it was great. I had a blast. I loved it. Uh, I don't know. Like Weirdly, I think Iceland might be. All right, well, this has been fun. Uh, piss off. Um, I mean, I love Melbourne. And my, my heart. I, I would, did say Melbourne is the only other city I've been to that I would move to. Like, if it was closer, any closer than, than it is to New York, I probably would have lived there for at least a year or two. Um, That's not an excuse. I lived in New York and I'm on the other side of the world. Can, you can do it. Three months. Hey, it was longer than I was yeah. married, so it counts. All right. Well, <laughs> we all know. <laughs> like, um, yeah, now if it was slightly. When did I go? Was there. 2019? Yeah, it went like May 2019, so the COVID was like six months later, so that ship sailed anyway. Um, no, I do say Melbourne is the only other place I felt at home and I could absolutely live there. Um, I don't know. Iceland, I do keep thinking, I want to go back in the summer. I feel like it's a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Costa Rica, I'll definitely go back to because I got I to get winter. winter. I don't know, maybe. Might be less hot. We went November... Well, we were like last week of no, right after Thanksgiving. Technically winter then, nearly almost. It was just about winter. It was like the first week, of, mostly the first week of December, mm-hmm. um, and that was like right on the end of the rainy season. So, like, if you go, go in December. Is your friend going to do the two to six month thing? Like, did that entice her enough in that little visit to go do the thing that she initially wanted to try out? No, I don't know. She's still she's there in a little. Well, no. That's a deep conversation, clearly. But well, no, it's just her and her like her and her husband like. They have a house. They're trying to. They're trying to get pregnant. They're so she wanted to do it like before, you know. Obviously, your mom it makes it much harder. But then she's also both of them are trying to figure out what they want to do career wise. So he just got started. Like he's been on and off of things. And he just got started somewhere he really likes, and he's kind of work his way up. She switched gears from. Um, so she was my my first roommate in college back. I'm not gonna say how many years ago. Um, eighteen. No, not eighteen. I will say that. Um, and we went to school for film together. So that's how we became friends. We had the same major, did all the same classes, lived together. Um, she ended up going to PR, got her master's in PR and then hated it. 
or hated the job she was in and didn't like the direction. So she quit and now realized she really wants to be a veterinarian. So she's in school for that. So that's why she wants to do Costa Rica too, because they have great, um, they have huge like animal care programs and education and dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, so that's what she, so she's trying to like convince her husband, like, just like quit your job and like, come whatever they're working it out. So we'll see. I don't think she'd do that specific place. We loved it. The place Pachamama, shout out Pachamama. We loved it. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if it's a hundred percent. I think she'll do something like it. I don't know if it'll be as long as she wants. How was the mushroom soup in Pachamama? I didn't have mushroom soup. We, it was like vegan. We ate vegan for 10 days, which is very good. Mushroom vegan? Yes. Very, very they, much so. They, they might have, next time, next time the sloths oh, and the... Yeah, that was my suggestion. Like there was not enough mushroom soup. You could start like a blog, the mushroom soup blog. My quest, my quest to find that mushroom soup. Chasing that mushroom Chasing that Bye. mushroom soup with Jen Chucky. Like it's a well, podcast. I that with ramen. I found like what I lie. My other friend Nikki lived in LA and she took me to this ramen place that like was so mind blowing. I think it was, I mean that I think we, was like 10 years ago. Um, yeah, I think it was actually 10 years ago. And I literally spent years chasing that hive. That ramen was so good. And then I found out that the chef from there opened up his own place or an offshoot, I guess of that restaurant in the Lower East Side. So I was like, oh my God. So like once a year, I would go get like my fix there. But the actual restaurant opened up one even closer in New Jersey. And it's so exciting. It's the best thing. I, I, I applaud this food journey that goes around. Where's the next adventure you want to go to? Where's the next country that Jen is going to go to? Oh, I don't know. Um, Put her on the spot. I know. Either... Back to Ireland, as we talked, or Italy. I, well, Mamma mia. It was weird. I haven't been to Italy yet. I love it. I, like, Italian food is my favorite to cook. Like I'm obsessed with it. I think it's amazing. Uh, it's weird that I haven't been there yet, so that might be the next one. I don't know. I don't have anything on the horizon. Bella Vita. I, I don't speak Italian, but I don't speak other languages. It's a semester of Italian. I should get back to it. I was the one, like I took like eight years of Spanish like in school. And I never really clicked. I took one semester of Italian and actually kind of, I was like writing papers in Italian by the end of it, but I didn't keep up with it. So I lost it. So I want to get back. Also, my professor was awesome. I think that's the difference. If you have a good teacher, he was just super fun. I don't know. He was a great, great dude. I forget his name, but I remember his face and he was, made, I was actually genuinely. Very memorable. I was like genuinely excited to go to that class because he just was a fun, cool dude. Um, Red hat with a letter M on it and moustache and was formerly a plumber. No, that was not him. No. That was a. Somewhat offensive joke, but we can move on from that. Italian Uh, stereotypes are hilarious. Yes, I know. No, he wasn't Italian. His parents were, I think. Well, that helped. Yeah, like he wasn't from Italy. He was born here, but like his parents were both Italian. So I guess he grew up speaking it. Um, He was awesome. I loved that guy. I was like, I had some cool professors in college. I got very lucky. I'm glad. I'm I'm very glad with that. Um, One more thing I was going to ask, just in terms of the... The, the time of year that we're recording this, um, playoffs for the football. Yeah. Um, we drove past a few times MetLife Stadium and mm-hmm. spoke to you a little bit about what would be happening right now if the Jets were right now in the, uh, the divisional championship game ahead of the Super Bowl. Um, didn't happen again this year. Mm-hmm. What happened and how long till it happens? Oh, God knows. I don't know. <laughs> I don't play. I, I'll talk to you when they're in the, whenever the day comes. They're actually in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't. I don't even remember the last time they were in the championship. 
I, I feel it wasn't too too long ago, but I don't twenty it wasn't like twenty ten or like late two thousands they made one something like that yeah I think they've made one in the like the yeah I'm pretty sure they did make one I know the Giants have won two Super Bowls in the last like twenty years I know yeah. that but in terms of the Jets I'm pretty sure they made a divisional yeah I vaguely remember I have no I would have no idea what year. The Mets, my head. the Mets made a World Series in the last, like, 10 years, didn't they? Wasn't it 2016 they lost a World Series? I'm pretty sure they did, didn't they? The World Series? I don't remember. I thought they at least made a World Series in the last 10 years, but they didn't win it. But oh. Who would you rather win a championship, the Mets or the Jets? Like, what would mean more to you? Oh, the Jets, because literally... I mean, I've never seen... I mean, the Mets were, what, 86? And my parents were both huge Mets fans, and that'd be cool, but the Jets literally haven't won since 1969... And my dad's 66. So he did see it, but he was very young. I think he was, well, he was born in 57. So yeah, he would have been 12 years old. Um, and his dad was a huge, they were like day one because the, um, yeah, they were literally day one because they lived in Queens and um, the Jets used to play where the Mets played. Um, so there's him, yeah, it was our team. So they literally day one fans and he and my grandpa were very, very close that would mean more if the, when the Jets win. I, I feel like there needs to be, like, competition between you and Colin, who's a massive Leafs fan in the NHL, and I think it's 67 since they won the Stanley Cup. So it's like, and like I like to give him a lot of shit for that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Jets or the, the Leafs, who's going to, like, the two big franchises, lots of fan, long-suffering fan bases, they get close, close, and then they just don't happen to, to go that way. So, um, and would mean a lot to the city. So, oh, this place would be on fire. The Jets one, nah, maybe not. Oh, Philly, we're not Philly. We're not Philly. I was when I went to college. I went to college outside of Philly, and like twenty, right there, I was like twenty minutes outside. Um, so I do have a lot of Philly fans. And I do love my friends, but that was the year the Phillies were on a hot streak. Like they were, and even like I don't like Philly sports, whatever rivalry, whatever. Um, they were a fun friggin' team to watch. Like, it was like a really like all I was like. A, all my friends were all into it, so I got sucked in. They were a really fun baseball team to, to keep up with. And they won the World Series twice, I think, in my four years. 2008, they won it, didn't they? Eight, and then... Did they win? Wait, maybe they didn't win the second one? They lost one about two years ago. No, but there was definitely two. when I, was, I remember when they won, that was crazy. Mm. Um, and then they made it to the World Series again. I don't remember if they won that or if they lost, like, whatever, but there were fires and... I was there for all that. It it's, was nuts. I, I mean, it, again, I, I think it's just hilarious the, the reputation they have. It's kind of like basically I think every Canadian NHL team has made the Stanley Cup final in like the last 20 years except for Winnipeg and every one of them have lost and every one of them have rioted but the only one who didn't riot was Calgary. We didn't riot when we lost. I think even Ottawa rioted when they lost and no one lives in Ottawa. So, I mean, you remember the Vancouver riots from like 14 years ago. So um, Canadians, they're nice, but they're right when they lose the Stanley Cup. Philadelphia, they, I mean, they just lose all the time at the moment, their, their sports, right? Oh, the Eagles won recently. They yeah, won. but they lost last year. Yeah, but they won. They won the big one. They won against the Patriots, right? Was that when they won? Yeah, yeah. No, that was did. fun. That, actually, again, yeah, I don't normally root for Philly, but that was a fun win because I hate the Patriots more than I hate Philly. I always didn't mind the Eagles just because I liked Silver Linings Playbook. That was a good movie. And I liked kind of Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence around the Eagles in that movie. So 
Yeah. It's, it's a good movie. You'd enjoy it. Jen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. I do sincerely hope that the next time you're on this show that the Jets or the Mets might have won something for you. The Rangers are doing all right. We weren't there last night. Sorry for jinxing them, but they, they, yeah, they, they, they did. I blame it. It's your fault. They, they, they did. They, they're doing well besides that, so they'll still be there, thereabouts, come uh, playoff time. But uh, appreciate your time and uh, let's look out for that mushroom soup. I'm, I'm on the hunt. <laughs> all right. We are nearly wrapping it up for uh, another episode, special New York episode. I'm sounding a bit croaky, a bit horsey here right now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the wonderful Casey is back. Hello, Casey. Hello. How are, how are you doing? Also feeling a little croaky. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know if it's just the uh, the air or... We, we were singing last night pretty loudly, I guess. Yeah. You had two nights in a row of singing along. Mm. Plus, it is very dry in here, so... It is, yes. Uh, last two nights, Madonna... Which I know I've talked to you plenty in the last 12 or so hours about it, but you weren't, I mean, you didn't, weren't opposed to it, but you're obviously not a massive Madonna fan. Uh, you went into it feeling one way, you left feeling another. How are you feeling about 12 hours after we saw the Queen? I mean, it's a really good show. She puts on a good production, it is a very entertaining. A lot of fun, so I'm glad that I went. And obviously your song was Like a Prayer. How was that live? That was amazing live, so definitely worth going to see her. And the one place that we went to uh, beforehand, 235th, the Rooftop Bar, which is a gorgeous bar, 20th floor, uh, beautiful views of the Empire State Building. Now tell us about some of the drinks we had, particularly the first one and the last one that we had. Well, they were delicious. That first one, the I had hot apple cider with vodka and whipped cream and a little donut on it and your boozy hot chocolate with like a whole mountain of whipped cream and a marshmallow and an Oreo. Delicious. And then the candy... What? what I don't remember what like, they called it. It's like, like candy... It was like sparkling candy or something. Basically, cotton candy or... Fairy floss or whatever you Fairy call it. Fairy floss for us, yes. Whatever you call it. In champagne. With a little rubber ducky. I was going to say, with a rubber ducky in it, if you don't mind. Uh, simply amazing. And a beautiful Italian restaurant here as well at the hotel, which was which really, really nice. But uh, I talked to you about this yesterday, but you, you miss living here a little bit? In New York, that is? Yes, I do. It's... Such a nice atmosphere, and it's so nice to get to everything so conveniently. And yeah, there's so much here. Now, I want to ask you the highlight of the trip, but I'm going to answer the highlight of the trip for you right now. What is on your right ankle? My new tattoo. So, that obviously is the highlight of the trip. Uh, tell us about your tattoo and how that experience was. That was stressful to begin the day with, it was so anxious about it because the appointment wasn't until 4.30 but once it started it was the best and I'm obsessed with it Addicted for more? Yeah, probably I think you will definitely get them Casey, it's always fun having you on this show particularly when it can be in person and to do this and it's great to come back to the greatest city in the world and hang out and do all this stuff so uh, before we wrap it up thank you Thank you 
For everybody else, like, subscribe, do all the regular things, and we will be back very, very soon for more Brinkalish action. And as always, I give it to my guests to close out the show. Do you remember the closing? No. Something oranges, Hobart. Okay, so it can be keep sucking those oranges, but this time you can say keep sucking those oranges, New York, and good night. So whenever you are ready, take us away. Keep sucking those oranges, New York, and good night.